The late to the party crew have gathered in a galaxy far, far away to watch the 20 essential episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Join us on our spoiler-filled journey over the next 10 hours of the much-beloved television series. Hello everyone, it is James and Matt, and we have decided that we are going to watch Disney Plus's essential list of Clone Wars episodes. Now, Matt and I have actually never watched Star Wars The Clone Wars before, so what will we think of the show? Will we know what's going on? Will we know the characters? Will we enjoy it? And will we be able to get a full sense of the story from the little bits that we're going to see? Matt, uh, how are you doing today? Doing good. Um... It's honestly very surprising that like neither of us has watched Clone Wars, even hey. especially since like we were a fan of Rebels and obviously we, big, big fans of Star Wars. We so, are both like, like, yeah, like you said, yeah, huge Star Wars fans. Obviously, we love Dave Filoni's work on Rebels, and this is you know this is where he cut his teeth, right? You know, he was working yeah. here directly under George Lucas making this show, and you know, it, uh, and even a lot of the characters from here carry over into Rebels, so. Yeah, I can't believe we never got a chance to sit down and watch it. I guess for me, it was always like, I felt like I had so many seasons, you know, and it was like traditional seasons. So like 22, 23 episodes, right? So it feels like a lot of commitment. Yeah. Um, that's. I was going to say that's what I was excited about when this list came out. I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of a short way to get, get through it, you know? Um, yep. And I think it, I, I mean, you can tell me so far in these episodes, did you feel a little bit out of place at all when you were diving in? I mean, we know the characters a little bit from obviously past shows and just being Star Wars fans in general. You know, I think even like through the first few episodes that we watched, I could see where like where they're trying to go with this list. Like they want to introduce the settings and then introduce the characters. Like I think it, I think the so far the list does a good job of hitting like the major points of like the Clone Wars series. Um, not just in terms of like the plot, but also in like the characterizations and like just kind of like, like the feel of the show. So um, I think this like for the uh, we've watched what, four episodes so far. I think this is um, uh, it's been a really good list, and I um, I haven't seen the other episodes yet, but I can see why people like they made these the essential episodes because I have a good uh, feel for what this show is now. Yeah, I think I totally agree, even though I guess I was a little nervous going in. Uh, for those, I guess, you know, not yourself, but who don't know of the Clone Wars. So the first thing they did was like an animated movie, um, which I also never saw, but my wife says was awful. She apparently saw it in theaters and she was like, it's not good. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen it either, but I heard the same thing that like the movie was kind of lackluster so i guess maybe that was actually probably a reason why i never gave the show a fair shake when it was like first coming out because like it kind of had like uh the movie hanging over it and it was like oh it's just more of the same um yeah uh, i i had already yeah. had a bad taste in my yeah, mouth exactly now we started with the first episode which was episode one um ambush and mm. i won't lie to you it didn't do a ton to make me feel better about it. Uh, it the episode feels a little confusing, um, you know. And uh, 
it's weird because I guess all, you know, I'd like to say like all I'd ever want was maybe a story that follows Yoda, but it just, you know, I guess I just wasn't that interested. I mean, you tell me, I don't think we're going to go into like full reviews as we've yeah. said here on the, on the, or the full play by plays as we said here on the channel. Like it, I don't think it does anything for the audience, but you know, what did you think? Episode one. I could, well, I was going to say, I agree with you that like it, I was kind of like iffy on the first episode i could tell it was fairly ambitious especially for a children's show like straight off the bat uh episode one of a of like a kind of like an animated series for kids we're getting into like politics and mm. kind of like like kind of like machinations and dealings with trying to get support for the war uh and like kind of very uh it's like High, like m like more advanced kind of like concepts than I would think for like ch like a TVY seven show, uh, but I also agree that it was kind of like the way it played out. It was almost like it was very much played out like a children's show. It was like, um, like it was a simple conflict. Like oh, Yoda needs to get to this location, and they they just have some obstacles along the way, and then at the end the good guys win and the bad guys run away with the tails uh, the tails between their legs um it was it was it seemed very standard um which i guess i could i could forgive since it was just the first episode uh but yeah um i think if it kept like that like the entire series i think i might have dropped off but um i would i'd say like it quickly uh uh grew into something much more than what the first episode uh presented I definitely agree. Uh, a quick tidbit actually about that episode is it, um, it doesn't actually take place chronologically. Um, it actually takes place technically after an episode in the third season, which might be why I feel like it's out of place. Um, and I've heard from what I've been reading that the Clone Wars does a little bit of jumping around. Um, oh, Timeline-wise. So you'll see episodes that take place out of order. Um, I, I wasn't super into this one, but I, you know, we were doing this project, so I kept on it and we jumped over to season one, episode five, and I loved it. So episode five is Rookies, which is all about kind of a distant clone outpost where we get to meet, uh, uh who I essentially assume are going to be our like main clones for the, the run of the series and we establish all their different and individual personalities. And it was fascinating. Yeah. I think this was really cool because it definitely, um, like I mentioned before, like kind of getting the feel of the, of the show, but like you get like one of the main things I've been curious about, like the Clone Wars is, okay, I know that a lot of these characters are actually clones. So how do you make them stand out when they're all, well, clones and um, it was very, I think it's very cool how they've established all the, all the like, clones have different little personalities. They have different quirks. Like, they're into some things, they're not into other things. Like, even though they're all based off of Jango Fett, uh, they, they're definitely their own person. Um, well, yeah. And I, I'm going to, no, and I, I'm just going to say that kudos to, um, I think it's D. Bradley Baker who voices all of the clones. Yeah. And that one episode, like I could tell kind of which <laughs> clone was who. He'd use a slightly different accent for them, or they'd speak with a slightly different cadence. Like I was shocked. So it's almost like 
episode one was kind of like all the things about Attack of the Clones that I was like uninterested in, like the politics and the this yeah. and the that. And then this is like everything I would have wanted out of some out of a you know a a movie called Attack of the Clones, like. Yeah. You know, it was a, a clone-based conflict. We got to know these people and their personalities. I also think the humor landed too. I like. I uh, like. Yeah, I thought the so. The yeah. Um, Which is definitely so something I didn't. I didn't get in episode one. I was kind of like when they threw a couple of jokes in there. I was like, eh. But I, I liked the droids dressing up, and when the droid accidentally goes Roger Roger, and they both share a look <laughs> at each other while he's wearing the clone helmet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about like the droid humor. I feel like mm -hmm. there's a bit of a disconnect between like, oh, hey, these are like enemies that are supposed to be facing. They're supposed to be like the main villains, but like they seem in also like very comically incompetent and it's weird because there is some brutal stuff like in this episode like the, the commander of like of the main clones like he basically gets like executed like while yeah. trying to save everybody else and then, and then there's also like that one scene where the i guess like what the the sandworm or whatever like just mm -hmm. takes one of the other clones and just like drags him away screaming it was like wow that's a that's a bit dark um they're actually really going this way it's um, definitely more than i expected for like you said yeah. tvy7 uh, i'm gonna give it a little bit to the clones uh the clones the uh droids a little bit in this episode i thought the those um i, I forget what they call them there's some sort of elite droid yeah like I the when infiltrator they, droids or whatever yeah i thought when those infiltrator things landed that they were kind of badass right they yeah. landed down they killed two clones they seemed they immediately seemed more intimidating right yeah I guess it didn't break me too much when they broke into the normal droid humor because it's just something I expect from those droids now. Um, so there's a really, and to break us off just a tiny bit, there's a really interesting fan theory that someone on uh, Reddit came up with. And you know how the Clone Wars kind of has an intro at the end of every episode that's kind of like a last time on, but it's done in an old-timey radio announcer voice. Yeah. Um, and it says that the entire framework for the Clone Wars show is that this is actually a drama about these characters as compared to being actual faithful historical representation of the war, which is why some of the enemies, right, why Grievous is less intimidating and more comical, why the droids are more comical. It's essentially propaganda by the, um, you know, by the our, our side, right, the, right. the good guys to to sway other people for their way of thinking in the war um which i just think is a really neat a, a neat tactic for it like a neat like the old 1940s war propaganda you know so i've been kind of keeping that in the back of my mind as i watch and i think it's an interesting an interesting angle I, obviously i don't know if it's true or if they'd ever confirm something like that but it's neat yeah i, I think i definitely picked that up as well um i, I i'll definitely agree with that theory uh, I could uh, definitely tell, like, the narrator, it, de it came off as, as a propaganda uh, narrator, like, talking, like, almost the style of the old World War II films that they showed before, like, the movies back in the States, like, showing the progress of the war, um, which I think is, uh, it's a neat thing, and, like, it was, it's definitely a very George Lucas slash Dave Filoni kind of thing, taking inspiration mm. uh, from the stuff that they watched when they were younger, like the old uh, classic war movies. Um, 
So I, I would definitely, I think, yeah, that that's definitely intentional. Um, and also another example of something that's pretty high concept for a children's show. Uh, oh, the idea of like, prop, like propaganda and just like trying to build support for the war. Um, uh, I, uh, that, that kind of thing uh, kept me, keeps me interested in the Clone Wars kind of like yeah it's a show for kids but it but it like there's a lot more to it if you like really dig into the details definitely did you uh did you come away with a uh, a favorite clone i'm gonna, I'm gonna say are you a rex or a cody guy what are you team team Ooh. kenobi or team anakin <laughs> <laughs> um i mean rex is I mean, like we we obviously we made him in Rebels, like him be, him being older, obviously, but like right. I, like he's he was he's a bit more established in my mind uh, than mm -hmm. Cody was, he, although even though really Cody was in the movies technically, um, but I'd say I'm definitely a Rex kind of guy. Yeah, I think I'm landing. I think I'm landing Cody. I'm the the more e even headed uh, Kenobi side of things. Mm. So. Uh, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed getting to know the clones. I think um, I almost wish that like it started with this episode, the list, because I, you know, I guess you established the setting in episode one. I don't know. I feel like we in Star Wars, we know the setting. We don't know the characters. Yeah. And starting with this great group of characters would have been would have been a high a high hit right off the gate. Yeah. So then we jump into season two. We don't touch on any more episodes from season one, according to the list. We go to season two, episode four. It is uh, five. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's um, it's episode five, landing at Point Rain, uh, and episode six, uh, Weapons Factory, which are back to back episodes. Yes. They're like they're not like, like, a, like a little... oh yeah. Kind of like an arc a bit. Yeah, not like a two-parter, but like clearly they're clearly, you know, following the same vein. So the the Jedi and the clones are landing on Geonosis to stop them from restarting the droid factory or whatever. Yeah. And um we this is I guess kind of the first episode we get to see uh I guess since we're looking at it, we really get to see Obi-Wan, Anakin, Ahsoka. We get to see Master. Um, who's the other guy? Right, uh, forget his name. It's a uh, Kiati Moody. Yes, Kiati Moody. Um, and and uh, well, I guess in episode, are we talking? So are we talking about both or just episode five? Well, let's talk about them both. They they tie yeah, because in I get in, so yeah. nicely. And six, we meet like Luminara and um, oh, her uh, Ferreris. Yeah, Ferreris, I think is her Padawan. Yeah. So I I really like these episodes. Uh, uh this is I, you know, this is kind of where I'm like, "Oh, this series is really good." Uh, you know, I was a little hesitant, right, but the clone stuff was good and um I thought this was really interesting. It's nice seeing Anakin and Ahsoka's dynamic and then seeing Anakin interact with the other Jedi. It, it, I feel like it's just important to have. Like it's not something we have in Attack of the Clones, and when we see Anakin lose it, then in, you know, Revenge of the Sith or whatever, it, it just he feels like so unconnected to any of these people. So to have right. him leading and working with everyone, um, 
you know, is I think just really important. And I think the Clone Wars probably, you know, we haven't watched at all, but probably does more to that that part than I think the movies do. I also really like to see him and Ahsoka's relationship as compared to the other master in Padawan, you know, particularly the the ending there. And we'll get to that in a minute. What did you think? Um, I really enjoyed these episodes. I think this definitely... um... Is definitely showed like this is the Clone Wars. This like this was like a straight up, like uh, war movie kind of like two parter. Uh, like kind of like the invasion was almost like a D Day invasion where if they like land uh, at a certain point and try to regroup, but then like things uh, get out of hand and like everybody's split up and they have to like fight their way together. Um, like the whole entire like invasion sequence, uh, was. Like I mentioned this before, it's very brutal for a kids show. Like there's this one part where uh they're trying to like they're going in for the landing like on like the drop ships, and like and, like all like the the Republic ship like drop like uh, drop ships are like become under fire, and it like uh, and the camera goes to one of the drop ships with a clone saying, "Well, it's a good thing that they can't aim," and like immediately afterwards, like he gets blown up. Like and like that's like extremely dark, and I was like, I was almost funny. like, holy crap! Like that was, I did not expect that to happen. Uh, also, like when they recover Kenobi and Cody from his ship, it's like it's only me and him, and I'm like, you just, you just like when we started this, you saw that ship was full, and it was yeah. like everyone's dead. You know, it's tough because like. A lot of kid shows, you know, even some of the best, like Avatar The Last Airbender, things like that, they have this hard stop on being like very explicit about death. Hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's neat to see that for whatever reason, whether it was the network they were on at the time, which I think was Cartoon Network, um, or if it's just the direction of Dave Filoni and George Lucas, you know, that they're like, Well, we can't we can't tell a war story without death. Like they just they're owning it. Yeah, um, I am kind of curious about whether if they uh, if like this Clone Wars series uh, was inspired a bit or like trying to emulate a bit of the previous like uh, Kennedy Tar Kendry Travaskis Tar- Travaskis um, Clone Travaskis. Wars and like yeah Travas- yeah uh, in terms of at least like the bat like the battle scenes like uh, i'm try like i was like one keeps in mind like the whole entire like battle of coruscant in the like, the old series which like people always turn into it was like oh man like, the clone wars had such cool like the old clone wars series had such cool like uh war scenes and like i feel like i kind of got that sense um in these two episodes like just like these large scale battles which took me by surprise because like back in like during rebels obviously it's not like army versus army it's just a group it's like a it's almost like kind of like a well like a guerrilla war where it's only just Mm -hmm. small groups of people fighting like now we have like these massive battles with like hundreds of troops and uh vehicles and ships like fighting everywhere and so like i was impressed and surprised by kind of like the scale of the of like the battle uh in in this show when like i'm i'm really i hope i hope we, uh, this is what i'm here for for the clone <laughs> wars like give me the war part of the clone wars this is uh, I, and i think it even improved a bit 
over time. So like we saw episode one and I felt like maybe like some of the animation was a little sluggish. They didn't have like these like wide shots, you know, like by the time we get to season season two, it feels like much more polished. Right. Oh yeah. There's this really cool scene um, where I think like, I believe it's in episode six where like everybody, they're trying to like charge a position. I think it's like a single take shot almost where it like follows um i think like anakin and his group and and like they start rushing down like rushing a position and like and the camera just follows them like without any cuts or anything and then you see like eventually all the other jedi and their troops join together it was very uh very well shot and i thought it was like probably like stood out as one of the most interesting uh things in the show for me so far so I want to talk about one more thing before we finish up here. Uh, well, two more things. But okay. the, the first thing I want to talk about, you know, and I guess this is maybe one of the things I came here for. So I want to talk about Anakin and his relationship with um, the other uh, Jedi when she arrives, particularly in the sense when they're, um, they're looking for their Padawans who are trapped underneath the, um, you know, the, the factory yeah. that they just blew up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, this series is going to be all about foreshadowing Anakin, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's, that's like what it's here to do. And I just love it. She turns to Anakin and she's like, you know, I never gave up hope. I had faith, but I also was prepared to let go. You are not. You know, and that's like, that's like Anakin problem 101. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like, bam. That's your thing, you know. And Anakin's like, well, how can you give up on your Padawan like that, you know? But also, like, at the same time, you know, you kind of see that in her Padawan, right? So, like, yeah. obviously, Ahsoka and Anakin's relationship is very unorthodox. But when the plan went off the rails, she wasn't very good at improvising. And Ahsoka was able to jump in and be like, I'm nothing but improv, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could, you definitely see Anakin rubbing off on ahsoka uh just in terms of like mannerisms and like they're kind of like how um resourceful they are in like kind of like situations where you don't have uh all the tools needed like improvising like improvising like the communicator uh just with like the like the energy cell that was a neat part um mm. and like obviously and like you could tell it was like oh yeah he learned he she definitely learned this from Attican, who probably picked it up when he was a slave and just like working with equipment and junk back on Tatooine. Like it's very, it's it's a very consistent and it's very cool to see um, how, like yeah, like Attican, he's we know what happens to Attican, but like he does do a lot of good as a Jedi. He was a good Jedi um, at, at one point, and it's got it's almost it makes things a bit more tragic, like the seeing what happens because. Um, you could tell that like Ahsoka uh, really cares about Anakin and Anakin cares about her. And so it's a good partnership and, but you know, what's going to happen. So it's, uh, it's a very interesting twist yeah, it's, uh, to it, it all. It's all, it's like watching this slow, tragic burn. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I think I know some of the story beats, obviously, that this series will take. 
um, just because, you know, I guess when the series like really gained momentum and popularity, um, you know, it, you know, the, these characters became very popular. So I, I kind of right. know some of the things that happened with Ahsoka and Obi-Wan and, you know, we know about the existence of Darth Maul from Rebels. Oh, I guess we should have warned people that there are spoilers in this. But I mean, <laughs> you know, if you came here for this and didn't expect it, then yeah. Um, you know, uh, so I guess I, I'm kind of interested in seeing some of those things play out. Um, we have a couple more episodes. Uh, if we're going to continue this, which I think we will, right? You having a yes. good time? Yeah. Um, awesome. Me too. So. If we continue, I think we're going to have a couple more episodes in season two to look at. And then we have one episode in season three. And then we spend a lot of time in four and five on this yeah. uh, 20 episode list. So uh, which doesn't even have the anything on season six here, which is like the Netflix season. Uh, and then we'll be up to date and maybe ready to dive in for a quick season seven review. Wow. All right. Sounds good. All right. Perfect. Well, thanks, Matt. And uh, thank you you guys for joining us and listening in. We'll be back with more of the Clone Wars. See you next time. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.